Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Principles with Corey and Logan, and I, I'm telling you guys, I'm excited about today. You guys, I hope you got your pen and paper ready because you got somebody who's going to drop some gold on you today. I know Whitney is going to bring it. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to get to know Whitney. I've gotten to know her, I guess, a little bit over the last few months, and she is a high, high, high level leader that I've got a ton of respect for. And actually, before we got on to pressing the record button, we were, we were kind of talking. One of the things I mentioned to her is one of the telltale signs of a leader is how well the people are doing uh, that you lead. And when I see the men and women she leads, I can see how excited they are. I can see that they are growing. And that says a lot about her as a leader. So I'm excited that you guys get to meet Whitney. So Whitney, welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. Yeah, thanks so much, Corey. Really appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you made some time and I really appreciate you. So Whitney, um, you know, there are some people out there that know who you are. There may be some out there that do not know who you are. Can you tell us a little bit about you and your background and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Whitney Stokes. I am the Vice President of Logistics at Big M Transportation. Uh, we're out of Blue Mountain, Mississippi. Um, so we're an asset-based company um, that also has a 3PL arm. Uh, and so the 3PL side of the business is what I work on. And, um, you know, we've grown a lot over the last couple of years. We went from, um, you know, one office in Blue Mountain, Mississippi to today we've got five offices um, across the country. So uh, we're continuing to grow and continuing to find good leaders um, to bring to our organization. So, um, you know, we've had a great relationship with Corey and and he's brought a lot of value to our team so um you know we want to continue to to develop a culture in our organization of developing and growing our team so a uh, little bit about me yeah that that is awesome so Whitney your dad started Big M right Big M truck or yeah that's that's right and I guess I should have went back just a little bit further but yeah, we've been around um, since 2000, um, and we started with six trucks and a big dream and a big vision. Um, but yeah, Michael Massengill and Lisa uh, Massengill started the company in 2000, and um, from there, you know, we've been able to to grow from that six truck fleet to today. We operate around 400 trucks, um, 1,500 trailers, and. A growing 3PL arm, you know, like I mentioned, that has five different offices across the country. So we've got some pretty aggressive uh, growth goals over the next five years and beyond. Um, so, uh, you know, very excited about where we've came from, the lessons that we've learned along the way, but also where we're going as well and the vision of our company. Yeah, that's awesome. So did, uh, I'm assuming in 2000, you grew up around the business a little bit, I'm assuming, right? I absolutely did. So, um, you know, looking back, I didn't have a whole lot to do with the business 
um, as I was coming up, I'd work some summers um, where I would help out, you know, answering phones or printing off copies or just doing whatever was needed at the time, um, but didn't get heavily involved until after I had graduated college. Um, one of the rules that, you know, our family has or that my dad has has had is that you can't come into the business until you've done something on your own. So we really had to, because I've got two brothers as well, but we had to kind of blaze our own path. So um, I moved to Colorado and then uh, also lived in Austin, Texas, where I was in sales. Um, and then five years ago, uh, with three little ones that were all under five, we decided to move back to North Mississippi. And um, from there, you know, um, chose to get back involved with the company and uh, really found a need in our logistics arm. Uh, you know, looking back, I said, well, this is just sales, you know, I know how to sell. So um, that's where I chose to get involved. And, and from there, it's been a very fun ride. Wow, that's awesome. Hey, yeah, you said uh, sales. I know about that. I can do that. Sales stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, did, did you like whenever you were coming up and growing those kind of things, did you have that desire to be in the company or because a lot of times I, I see uh, family owned businesses and, uh, you know, the kids are like, yeah, I don't really want to. And then some are like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in. I want to be a part of that. Where did you kind of find yourself at? Yeah, you know, initially I, I wasn't wanting to be a part of the company um, and not for any negative reasons, because it's it's great. Um, the company's great, great atmosphere, great culture. Um but it was more so of, hey, I want to, I want to try to blaze my own path and 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 do things on my own. Um, and I got an opportunity to do that. But then when I got to come back home, it was such a blessing. Um, once I got it, started getting back involved in the company, um, because the appreciation for for what had been done before me um, was there. You know, I think about you know just the. Uh, the things that the time, the efforts, the, the, the things that were put into actually starting the company. Um, and, you know, it, it brings me to tears because I know what it has taken to bring, uh, to really grow our 3PL side of the business. Um, and so it just made me so appreciative for, for what, you know, had, had been done before I was able to come into the company. Yeah. You know, you, you just said something right there about what had been done before. You you sent me a podcast, uh, a John Maxwell podcast. I'm telling you, it's probably one of the best podcasts I've listened to in a little bit. And then we did a training based off of that. And in there, he talked about greatness and, you know, the word greatness and greatness is how well you inspire others to do well for themselves and others. And what I love about that is it's like that, that third and fourth level or that second, that third, that fourth generation is that legacy. And what you said right there, what had been done before. And, and I love that because <clears throat> what we want to do as leaders, and I can see that you're doing it right now too, is like, I'm building something, but I'm, I'm building it so I can pass the baton to the next person who can build it even further. And I, I think many times what trips up leaders is they have that it's, it's about me mentality and I'm going to hold on to it. So there's nobody really to pass the baton to, to grow it even bigger. And uh, anyway, I just heard that in what you said right there. And I thought that was powerful. I thought that was good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree with that a hundred percent, you know, 
as far as just um, cultivating a team that, you know, they can, they can see the growth potential within the company. Um, you know, as a leader, I never want to be uh, the lid to my organization. So um, that's why I continue to try to invest in myself by, you know, podcasts and learning and daily disciplines and things like that um, so that I can continue to grow. So I can also grow and, and mentor my team as well. Yeah, that's good. I want to kind of ask you a question too. You mentioned about your dad, about how your dad said, you got to go blaze your own trail. I like that. <laughs> and um, why do you feel like that may be important? Why, why would he say something like that? Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, he, he's told us that since we were small. But, um, you know, I remember hearing that statement, you know, in high school and then even going through college that, just the importance of, of work ethic and, and being able to make a name for yourself um, and not really feeling like you have something to fall back on. You know, I think that was the main thing is he wanted us to get out and experience life um, and not ever be able to say, well, I felt like I had to come into the family business, you know. Um, so I think it was more about us just being able to experience different opportunities Um and get introduced to other companies and how they're doing things and, and be able to bring back ideas to, to Big M and, and to our company. So, um, and funny thing, Corey, as of this year, um, now all three of the siblings are now back involved with the company. So um, they, uh, my two brothers, they went out and did their own thing as well. Um, one of them is an accountant and works for Deloitte and, uh, the other one is, um, he was a captain in the army and helicopter pilot. And so they both experienced the world and now they're both back at BM. Wow. That, that is awesome. That is good stuff. Um, I, I want to ask you about your leadership journey. You, you had mentioned like a, a lid and those kind of things and, um, kind of what kicked kickstarted you down the path of, cause I see a hunger and a desire to grow. And, and I don't think that's, everybody has that. And I also uh, think sometimes that has to be cultivated. Was there some kind of moment where you say, you know what, I need to grow. I need to get better. Did you have anything like that? Yes. Um, and just to take it back just a little bit, you know, I think that's why it was important for myself as an individual to really get out and experience other other company cultures, um, because I was influenced by, by an organization that I was a part of um, where they had a culture that was a growth culture. Um, and so even a lot of the things that we do today, you know, I was inspired by um, you know, my, my past employer. So, you know, um, that really had an effect on me. And then coming into Big M, I was given the opportunity to be able to grow a department from scratch. You know, it was uh, myself and one other lady when we first started. Um, so I immediately found that uh, I, you know, I knew I wanted to create a culture of, of growth and leadership and influencing other people um, to better themselves um, personally and professionally. Um, and from there, I knew I had to first start with me. Um, so that's where I really started to hone in 
on, you know, how can I, I further develop myself professionally and personally um, so that I could influence my team as well. So uh, that's kind of how we, we first got started uh, with a culture of leadership at Big M. And, you know, today our one of our company mottos is we build our people because our people are going to be the ones that build the organization. So uh, we are truly uh, hungry to build our people and to continue to develop them. Yeah, that's good. I, I got a friend, his, his motto in his business is people over profit, people yeah. over profit. And uh, I can see that within you guys as well. Um, I, we had a guy on the podcast, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things he mentioned was, you know, the person or the leader that takes you from zero to 1 million is not the same person that can take you from 1 million to 5 million. And, and, you know, there, there's a little bit of a little saying there, it could be a totally different person or it could be the same person. That's a different person, right? Like you've got to grow. You've got to continue to grow. And I, I'm just kind of curious for you, what areas do you feel like you're growing in right now? What, what are you learning that you could, uh, maybe you could teach us right now? <laughs> that you yes. got a book or something, I guess that is a better, better question. What are you learning right now? Yeah. So there's a book out there um, that hits on exactly what you just said um, that I spent a lot of time uh, reading and diving into um, the third, uh, the third and fourth quarter of 2021. Um, but it's called what got you here will not get you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew, you know, we hit some major goals in 2021, but I knew what got us there wouldn't get us to our our goals in 2022. Um, So I really spent a lot of time digging into that book and I still am. Um, And it gave gave me some momentum to to really think about our organization and how we might need to either restructure or do some things differently to be able to get us to that next level. So I highly, highly recommend that book. Um, But I'm also reading a book called The Motive right now. Um, And it it is a great book. Um, that's really helped me to be able to, to see things in a different way from a different leadership standpoint. So um, it's by Patrick uh, Lencioni. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but it's called The Motive and it, it's really good as well. Nice. So I love uh, what you're talking about. What what got you here won't get you there. Um, who wrote that book? Do you have any idea? I was just curious. This is just me being do, a person. Um, I good. <laughs> I don't have it off the top of my head, but uh, it's a good one. If you Google it, I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to pull it up because it's one of the best sellers out there. Um, and it, it is definitely worth um, investing in and, and, and reading. Yeah, I, I'll look that up. I, that, that sounds really good. I, I love that thought because it's true. You, you know, you get to that, your certain skill set that you've got right now, there's another skill set that has got, that's got to happen. Mm-hmm. to the next level right there. And I often see it a lot of times in, in leaders that, uh, or, or, or people, they're good at a skill. And because they're good at that skill, they get moved into a position of leadership. And th- when you move into leadership or higher levels of leadership, it's not so much about your skill set, but your ability to bring out the skill set in other people. And I, I like that. And uh, when we're unwilling or unable to make that transition it, it hurts ourselves it hurts our teams too so um, right 
I kind of think about it too, you know, if you're continuing to go into a positive direction, whether it be something like, you know, I want to be a healthier person or, you know, I want to have six pack abs or whatever that might be. Um, something's got to change, you know, so there has to be that change in that plan. Um, so anyway, that book, it really did it for me as far as this year, being able to put a plan in place on how we're going to get to, uh, our big goals, um, for 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so Whitney, you bring up some health and fitness type stuff right there. And I've heard you mention that you, you do some running and, uh, those kind of things too. And how do you balance that? How you, how you do Cause, uh, Hey, it's real life. Your kids are at home right there. I've seen them in the background. And so how do you, how do you balance the mom and the, and the wife and the leader of a company and health and fitness and, and faith and all of those kind of things for you personally, how, how do you balance that stuff? Yeah. So, you know, I know it's something that we've talked about before, but for me, it's just taking it one day at a time and really having those daily disciplines, those things that are important to me that I know I have to make time for so that I can be a good mom and I can be a great leader and I can be a good wife um, and, you know, all the other roles that that I carry throughout the day and the week. It really has to start uh, with me being healthy and being in a, a good place so that I can p- perform at a high level for all of those other people. So, um you know, as far as the the fitness and the working out for me, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it doesn't get done. So I'm an early riser and I start my morning really early. Um, and usually it's, uh, some sort of running or weightlifting or yoga that I start my morning with. And then, um, you know, my next routine is, uh, I always try to dive into some sort of podcast, um, Prayer is a big part of, of what I do every day. And then also a daily devotional. So that really kicks my day off so that I can be the mom and the leader and the person I need to be day in and day out. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that. And, and I'm with you. I know a lot of people say, you know, I'm not a morning person and I can do it at night. And I, I just, I don't know about you, Whitney, but when I say I do it at night, it just doesn't get done. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm with you. I get up in the morning and that, if I miss that, it just, uh, I don't know, it puts the day behind. So I'm, I, I love that. I love that. Yes. So Whitney, I, I want to ask you this. Um, a lot of people that I talk to and, and maybe even some of the listeners like, you know, I, I don't know how to shut it off. They're, they're driven like mm-hmm. you and, and like myself as well. And it's like, I don't know how to shut it off when I get home. I know I got kids and I've got my wife or my husband, and I just don't know how to shut it off. You, you got any, any tips or advice for us on that? I do. And I learned this um, from a colleague. And this uh, was, I guess, about a year and a half ago. Um, we were at a conference and first heard this. But, um, you know, for, in order for me to be the person I need to be, I've got to make sure that I'm making time for those people that are most important to me, which is, you know, my kids and my family. Um, so just my rule is, you know, from five 30 to seven 30, I've got a um, little box that I put my phone in. And so when I get home, it stays in that box for two hours. That way I have two hours of uninterrupted time with my kids and with my spouse. And we're able just to get some quality time together. Um, so, you know, after that time, I'll look at it and maybe respond where I need to. Um, but I, I just think it's really important to have 
that two hours and it's really made a big difference um, with me and my kids and my family um, where I used to hear do you have to answer the phone or, you know, things that tugging at your leg and things like that, where now I know that's my protected time with them. That's good. I like that. Find a box. Do you, do you have a name for the box? Just the phone box. That's the phone box. And that's what the kids have started calling it is the phone box. The phone box. Put that phone in that phone box. I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, that, that takes a lot of intentionality because we can justify not putting the phone in the phone box. We can say, oh, I really, really need it and I need to catch up. But I think that says a lot. You know, whenever you can, I, I know I got to do a better job, too. But when you can put the phone down, it says something to your kids. It says something to your spouse that, you know, I'm being very intentional in setting this aside. It means that you're definitely more important than the phone. And, and I know, <clears throat> I know a lot of times that is the case 100% that they are more important, but when we have it out and doing this, it, right. it's not really saying that. Um, so man, I love that. I love that. The phone box, 530, yeah. to 730. That's good. Absolutely. And you know, you can cultivate your own time that works for you, but that's what we do. And it, it's really been a game changer um, for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so Whitney, I, I'd like to just ask you a little bit about some leadership type stuff. And I, I can see you pulling out. I've gotten to know you just a little bit over the last few months, and I can see you making this transition now to where you are empowering other leaders and, and starting to see them grow and them flourish. Um, was that a hard transition for you to make the, to kind of let some stuff go to empower people and equip them? Uh, some people, I guess it may be easy. I had a hard time. What about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, just kind of going back on my story a little bit, you know, when we first started growing the three PL arm of the business, you know, it was, it was me and, uh, the one to two other people that I've talked about uh, prior, but, you know, so it was us wearing every hat um, and we've started, started growing and, and growing rapidly and, um, you know, really hiring and developing really good leaders. So at first, yes, it was hard to kind of, uh, to pass that baton a little bit. Um, but then after, you know, really, putting faith and putting your trust in the people that you've hired. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a no brainer for us. We knew that if we were going to continue to grow at the pace that we were, you know, I had to give up some, some control and, and really take my hands out of, um, things where I shouldn't be dabbling and focus more on, you know, being the vice president of the 3PL arm, which meant, you know, I had to to focus my time and my energy um, where it should be and and not chasing rabbits, so to speak. So um, to answer your question at first, yes, it was very hard. um, But now that, um, you know, I have been able to to give away, the majority of that control to people who are experts in that field. We have really seen, you know, our business grow because of that as well, because I've got experts in every division that are helping to, to grow and lead our teams. Wow. That's awesome. There are two words you said there, dabbling and chasing <laughs> the rabbits right there. And that, that is so easy to get into doing that. And I can remember when we had our business, one of the things that I kept holding on to was doing our medical billing 
And I did it because, you know, we got the saying in leadership, don't tell people to do something you wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Well, I hated doing it. I hated doing it. And because I hated doing it, I thought other people hated doing it. When that's not necessarily the case, and you use the word experts, we had a lady who was an expert in medical building, and I had her sitting on the sidelines, if you want to say, with somebody who had no business doing it, which is me. And uh, when she took that over, that's exactly what happened. You had an expert come in and and take it to another level. And um, I, I like that. I, I like that you're releasing your people to reach their potential, which allows you to get up high enough to see the challenges, the opportunities, and the cast vision. I, I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And what we've seen too, just by empowering our leaders, wow, it's it has really given them an extra boost of confidence to be able to even push the organization ahead even further um, because they know that we're behind them. We're believing in them and we know that, you know, they can take us to where, where we're trying to go. Yeah. And that you, in that too, I think it's powerful too, by empowering them, you give them the opportunity to create and innovate. When you have that culture there, people want to do that. But when you're kind of like what I was saying, I was holding on to it, you kill off creativity and you kill off innovation and, and you don't see that hunger and the drive. And I love, I just love what you guys are creating there. Um, I, I see it going good. I see it growing. I think it's amazing. So. Well, thank you, Corey. Let me ask you this. Uh, um, what about if you could leave, leave our listeners with one personal growth or leadership lesson that you've learned, uh, what would that one thing be? If you could just leave them with one, what mm-hmm. would that be? <laughs> Man, that's tough. That oh. tough right? <laughs> that's tough just to think about one. Um, but I, we've come where I've come as a leader just in the, in the past, you know, five to, to seven years. Um, it's really about, investing in you first, um, you know, making sure that you are continuing to grow. Um, so whether that be something as simple as listening to a podcast or reading a book, um, or whatever that might be for your personal growth. Um, I think that is probably the most important thing that you could do is continue to develop yourself so that you can continue to develop your leaders and your team um, and continue to grow your organization. So if I had to pick one, that would be it, Corey. I like that. I, I think that's a that's a good lesson. Invest in you. I think even Solomon said that, right? Uh, wisdom is the most valuable commodity. So buy it, buy it up, right? I like that. That's right. Well, Whitney, I, I really appreciate the time. I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy out developing leaders and doing big things. Y'all got y'all chasing greatness in 2022. And uh, I'm excited to see where you guys go. And I, I thank you for taking the time and adding value to us today. Thank you, Whitney. Absolutely, Corey. Well, thanks for letting me be, be a part of the podcast and, and really look forward to Uh, continuing to grow uh, with you and your team this year in 2022. So um, for everybody out there, of course, I mentioned that uh, we are uh, Big M Transportation located in Blue Mountain, Mississippi. If you want to learn more about Big M, feel free to reach out to me. Um, My email address is Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y at BigM.com. Whitney at BigEM.com, and we'll we'll put that in the show notes there so you can easily click that. We'll also put a link in there 
uh, Tabidium to their website. You guys can check that out and find out more information about what they do and services that they provide. And uh, yeah, it's a great company. And Whitney, I really appreciate you and adding value to us today. You, you shared a lot of a lot of good stuff that we are grateful for. And thank you guys for taking a listen. And I hope you will reach out to Whitney. And um, she she's uh, she's an awesome leader, somebody to keep your eye on for sure. And uh, if this has added value to you, make sure to share with a friend or family member and to subscribe so you can stay up to date on any of the upcoming episodes. We appreciate you guys. I hope you have a great day and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself, and change your life? Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And hey, we value your feedback and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?